Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, standing six foot two, 299 pounds. From the south shore of Long Island, it's the number one fuckboy, Johnny G. John Gabers, of course. All you gotta do is trust me, that's Jackson Maine. Abortion is healthcare, that's also Jackson Maine. But John Gabers agrees with them. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, my daily silent co-host, Arthur Gabers. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is a dog, not my brother, so don't be mad that you don't actually hear from him. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, from Lady Lady Comedy and the new podcast, Babsonist. It's Babs Gray! Oh my god. You told me that would be obnoxious, but I didn't think I realized how <laughs> bad it was. Well, you should know about my default behavior. I don't consider obnoxious, which society uh, largely does. And then, so if I call my shot and be like, yeah, now I'm going to be obnoxious. Strap the fuck in. It's yeah, yeah, you're really getting ready to go. <laughs> it's going to really ruin someone's time. I'm glad it was not yours. Uh <laughs> But <laughs> we definitely lose a few listeners every time this podcast kicks off. Uh, thank you so much for doing High and Mighty. Uh, I already want to, we usually talk about plugs at the end, but uh, our entire conversation kind of revolves around your plug in an interesting way. Yeah. Well, so, you saw that article where people are paying to get on podcasts now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> for accepting my Venmo. Um, yeah, it's so awesome. I, I, to be fair, <laughs> m- the money is low. It's four bucks. Uh, so reach out. Uh, you know my Venmo if you want to do the pod. I should just do a fundraiser <laughs> for myself and be like, whoever bids the most could just guest on my podcast. You should. <laughs> Why not? That's actually a great idea. <laughs> Content. Yeah, I'll have to do it for charity. It'll be rude if I do it for myself. But no, I'm also fuck broke. Fuck it. Fuck charity. <laughs> Fuck charity. We're, yeah, that's my, actually, that's what I meant to come on to talk about. I want to talk about how bullshit <laughs> charity is. <laughs> uh, uh. Your new podcast is called Babstinence, also amazing pun. Uh, and it's about taking a year off from drinking, whatever that might yeah. mean. But do, do you want to 
and this is something I talk about a lot on the podcast over the pandemic. I changed my relationship with drinking and then also shot a travel show with party in the title. So I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I contain multitudes, babe. I was uh, going to say like, wait a minute, your brand I think includes. <laughs> oh, indeed. Uh, oh, indeed. Whatever get, keeps the lights on and the health insurance running over here, I'll do. Uh, but no, talk to me a little bit about what, what inspired the kickoff of this project of the, uh, couldn't, there's gotta be an easier way to kick off a podcast if if the real goal was a podcast there's got to be <laughs> yeah i mean you know i only do things for content so i was like which of my vices can i you're can talking I to a guy off? who's been on drunk history host sweet <laughs> shows like yeah no shit <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's what was the inspiration let me see um feeling like shit uh, as a human and physically that physically was mostly and emotionally yeah, yeah. That yeah. was my main inspiration, I'll say. Um, no, I just, you know, I'm turning 40 next year and I had my like 39th birthday, went real hard, woke, woke up feeling like garbage and just like was like, what are you doing? You know, I went harder than everyone else, which is fine because it's your birthday, whatever. But I'm, I've realized that I've come to be that person who's always pushing it. And I'm like, maybe it's not so cute anymore. Like I'm using it for kind of covering up insecurities, I think, at this point. And so I think I'm, like, ready. I've had this idea for quite a while. Like, back when I was single, I had the idea to do it, like, no sex, no dating, no drinking. I never would have accomplished that, so I don't even know why. <laughs> I, like, it's very funny. I even thought I could pull that off. But the idea had been in my head for a while, and when I, like, woke up, like, you know, I just was like, let's get, give it a shot. Like, I, I'm not working on a lot of projects right now. I actually have the time to like make a podcast and, you know, so I just, yeah, decided to go for it. And that here I the, am. over the pandemic, I, I changed my relationship with drinking in that I used to kind of do it casually and also party hard, but like more. And now I've sort of eliminated casual drinking and. <laughs> kept partying hard right but the, the frequency of partying hard is like is reasonable now is is manageable as a 40 year old man yeah. but i the same i was going through the same shit i was like man why is it after drinking five days in a row i feel miserable i have no motivation <laughs> to do anything and it's like i feel my stomach is inside out i'm like depressed i'm talking you know and it's like oh and then even I'm a, a avid pot smoker. Even over the pandemic, I like drank less and ramped up my uh, cannabis consumption, yeah. and my health and depression was not <laughs> affected. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, if I'm if I'm able to have weed, then I think I. And then I really, you know, now I I go like ten to twenty days without having a drink at all, which right. is so new to me. Especially, I feel yes. like. Anyone who lived in New York City for an extended period of time, like it breaks your brain as to what reasonable drinking is because mm -hmm. you just never have a car as a responsibility. And there's always like, well, I'm not going all the way home and I have two and a half hours in between these two events. I guess I'll sit by myself and have four old fashions, <laughs> then go to my friend's birthday party and not ruin it somehow. Like, And, and I, I think New York just broke me for what's normal. And then like the pandemic allowed me to like take all my triggers away which is like being yeah. social and like like you're saying like you go hard maybe to cover up some anxieties and i think i go hard to because i think that's what people want me to do like you know like or totally. that's what i want to do that's the image i want out is like i'm not a, like i have like i'm still like i started drinking 
like every weekend when I was like 13 or 14 years old and I still have like, I think my brain's locked in that of like, <laughs> I'm not a pussy. I'll fucking drink this tequila from the bottle for no reason. No you one, still... everyone's asking me to stop. <laughs> and I'm like, Do you yeah. still have like the collection on top of your TV of empty liquor bottles? Yeah, You're yeah. like, yeah. They just gone up in class level now. <laughs> it's just no longer Crystal Palace. It's now the goose. It's Grey Goose, baby. Yeah, I I mean, I'm the same way. I've been like a partier for a long time. So it was like part of my identity. And like, I think I guess what I thought people expected me or just what I liked. I was like, I like that people like, you know, that I'm fun. And it's and that's the thing is I wasn't like doing, you know, I was doing like things that I regretted a little bit, but nothing ever like, you know, that put me rock bottom or something like that. Right, But But enough. uh, Not not. I know this exact feeling. Not enough that you're like. I have a problem, but enough right. where you're like, I wish I didn't have to think about what I said to my <laughs> uh, person who's ostensibly a coworker that I, I yes. overstepped insanely. Or now I'm speaking <laughs> specifically to myself, not you, but that's the, that's like my wheelhouse of like, probably should have never even had that topic of conversation come up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and, and only, and only happened because of alcohol and I'm only deal I'm only stressed about it because of alcohol. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have got there if it was because, you know, and it's just like, that's just something that, was on my mind frequently enough that I was like, well, what if, because then I stopped drinking at home and I was like, oh, this is easy. And then when I would go to parties, I'd be like, well, what if I didn't even drink at this party? Which mm-hmm. felt insane to say. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I can drive home from this party. Ubers are weird now in the pandemic. Everything everything was like changing enough that it like kind of lit, set me up to be like, oh, I'll designate drive now. And uh designate drive that's i'll designate <laughs> i'll designate drive sir you have had too many to even say the phrase like the really bad fast and the furious sequel designate, <laughs> designate drive, drive. <laughs> fast and furious 10 colon designate drive <laughs> i'm sober get in shut up tej uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so i ended up started doing that and i was like oh i had fun at that party did i want to leave sooner than i normally would have? yes yes is that probably for the better? Yes. And that's like, uh, and all of a sudden I'm getting like accidentally positively reinforced. You know what I mean? Like I'm not <laughs> noticing it until well after the fact. And I'm like, someone said it was good to see me at the party and not like, whoa, how was your Sunday, brother? <laughs> like that's, you know, <laughs> it feels so crazy when your conversations change like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, I, but it's, it's so ingrained. Like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I've literally only, it's been a month, you know? And so this yeah. last week, I was in way more situations than I have been where I was like, I went to a party and I did, you know, I did multiple things where usually I'd be drinking. And it was definitely like, all right, just got to get over this urge. But even the friend's birthday I went to, who she, you know, it was her birthday and she got pretty drunk and people were taking care of her at the end. I still, when I, you know, when I left, I feel like I should have been like, good for you. But in reality, I was like, that looked like fun. Like she, I was like she looked like she was having fun. So right. My brain is still fucked. Like I yeah, still my brain still like, you know. Adjust. I wish I was laying on the ground like yeah. that. I I wish my knees were that dirty after going to a bar. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's still something you know to yeah. work on. But 
that I, I and that there I think that's going to be a, a never ending situation. Yes. Uh, an example I use is I went to like some premiere party a few years ago and I was like, I'm trying not to drink except for one day a week and I'm going out with friends. Uh, I'm saving it for this dinner. So I'm not going to drink at this premiere party. Plus, you just use drinks as a reason to get away from someone or mm-hmm. like, you know, to be like, who needs another drink? Like, I, I can't deal with this conversation anymore of like, I need another drink. And I. I was like, I'm just going to smoke weed and drink soda water at this party. I still drank soda water like it, like, like <laughs> with social anxiety where I'd be like talking to someone. I'd be like, and I just be like, oh, well, I'm done with my drink. I'm going to grab another drink. I'll catch up with you in a minute. And I go. And then I took an Uber home because parking was so bad. So I Ubered there, even though I wasn't drinking. And I was in the back seat of the Uber and I had such a bad stomach ache from all the <laughs> bubbles. I was like, and the uber driver's like you're gonna are you gonna puke in my car he's like all mad at me and i'm like i'm not you don't even understand i, I used to tum- puke in- i have a tummy ache uh, yeah a couple of years ago i might have puked in your car but no today it's just bubbles because i and then i realized i was like okay well now you have that's it's not an alcohol trigger you just have like a weird social trigger and that, like i learned my lesson that day of just like oh if that would have been vodka sodas i would have come home and started a fight with my wife or something <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah it's it's really interesting like now i'm just kind of yeah letting the layers like peel off and realizing things about yourself that are just whatever it is compulsive or triggers or something that you're like oh that's just like part of me whether that shit's there or not yeah. yeah. Well, my que- my question for you, you're one month in to not drink anything, <laughs> anything. Big you've- expert. <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly, uh, anything you've noticed, like, because in like the first two weeks is hard. The first couple of months is, is difficult. But also, and this is personal to me, like I have, I think, some gluten insensitivity and uh, beer, my favorite uh, alcohol, alcohol vice triggers it. And I'll tell you, the first thing I noticed was how much extra time I had in the morning that I was <laughs> not spent doing <laughs> other things. I was like, oh, sh- I, oh, shit. Pun intended. Oh, shit. Ah, yeah. I could leave for the gym at 930 for the first time. And not like, like, I'm not like, oh, wait, <laughs> you know, like it felt crazy. That was like the biggest eye opening thing. I'm like, oh, man, is this what other people's lives? And then like you like, uh, sorry, I'm jumping from topic to topic, no. but. Two of the podcasts uh, of uh, my podcast co-hosts, Action Boys, of Ryan Stanger and Ben Rogers, are both ostent. They're both sober dudes, mm-hmm. not because of like recovery, but just because they're such health nuts that they were like, alcohol is poison. And honestly, there's a little bit of like uh, like brainwashing that hit me where I was like, I can't. It's hard to make a late, like if there was one other person on the podcast, I was like, you guys are pussies, man. Be your rules. Right, I would just, two of, them. <laughs> two of them are like, yeah, man, no, my life has been markedly better since I stopped, you know? And I'm like, uh-huh. And they're, and they're both like shredded and like concerned with how long they're going to live and stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you just see it enough where you're like, okay, I should, <laughs> I should take some advice from this. I will yeah. say though, do, do you know if they, do they spend their mornings? Are you sure they don't spend their morning shit of their brains? Out because I think every man that I know does just <laughs> spend an hour each morning shitting. As far as I know, that's how it works. No matter what you uh, do. Yeah, I think it's a given. I don't know. It's something <laughs> like biologically built into us. I think it's for like fatherhood to have like an hour of peace in the morning or something. Like it's built <laughs> right. in for that reason. Yeah, evolution. And as a childless forty-year-old, I just have my Nintendo Switch in the bathroom with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, but it's tough. Like when you're, I, you know, because I think, like I said, we're similar and like party, you know, like I want to be the party. I want to go for it. And yeah, when I'm, you know, you get to this age, you're kind of just like your body's so fucking tired and you're like, all right, I want to make the most of my time and I want to fucking enjoy myself. It used to be doing it that way was like the easiest way to get there. But at some point that tank like just has to fill up in a different way, I guess. There's like a weird flip. Uh, I, I turned 40 in January, so I'm a little bit a, uh, ahead of you here. But like uh, I there's a little bit of a flip in life where, you know, some of your friends have kids or some of your friends uh, or the things you want to do start changing a little. And you're like, mm-hmm. shit, I actually want to like get up and go to the botanical gardens on Saturday or like I want to get up and go to the beach. And then you realize like. Your things are flipped. Like in my 20s and ostensibly most of my 30s, I was like, uh, well, the, the, the plans are at night. So the day is for like trying to stay alive. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I'm just like yeah. recover, like <laughs> sleep in, go slow, drink coffee, eat lunch, like just come back to life so that you can go after it, get after it again the next night. But then when you get older, you start to realize it's like, oh, the days I actually have to get up early and get some stuff done. I'm like, oh, I've been really into this like uh, audio book that I listen to while I go on long walks. You get all these like 40 year old sh- shit going on in your life. And then you're like, well, I should not stay stay out past midnight tonight because I want to get up and hike with my friend at 930 or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, all, all of a sudden the shit that you would never have a picture in your life. You're like, honest. And then over the pandemic, I also realized how much exercise was important for my mental health. So mm-hmm. I had like these two things hit at once where I was like, oh, I was doing myself like a double disservice by like blowing <laughs> off, taking care of myself to party and then like not feeling good about myself until I was partying again or until I was drinking yeah. again. That's yeah. that's like when I f- started to figure it out where I'd be like, oh man, I'm so gross. I hate myself. And and then I'd be like drunk that night being like, I'm a goddamn king. And then like <laughs> the next day being like, you're a fucking peasant until I drank again. And I was like, oh, I wonder if there's something to that. I wonder if there's something in the cycle there. <laughs> yeah, it's like this this little the shortcut only works for so long before it starts being very obvious. <laughs> I mean, I should say, but it, that it's taken me forever to get to this point. I mean, I've had this, you know, I've known for a long time, I think that I wanted to like, try a break. But the podcast was a really good way of just holding me accountable. Like there's been plenty of times over this last week where I definitely would have had a drink, you know, if I didn't yeah. think think like I've got this thing I'm doing and it's been really cool. A lot of really cool people have reached out to me like in different, you know, people have been sober forever, people who are also like thinking about who I identified with what I was talking about and the things I was scared of and the things I was excited for. So it's definitely giving me a good place to like put my thoughts and just kind of like yeah. actually it's focus like- on it. You know. It feels like the 2022 equivalent of like keeping a journal, right? Where it's <laughs> exactly. like for, for a comedian, like to be honest, it's like, oh, well, yeah. I might as well record this. And then by the end, you're going to have messages from listeners who are like, thank you. You've like changed my life. And it's like that it's minor, but that's not why you do it. But that like if you just wrote it down and never shared it with anyone, that, that would be equally helpful, helpful for you. But also getting to talk about it, getting it out there. And like you yeah. said, the accountability is really what it comes down to. And that's where like the comedian's mind or the creative, like uh, ex- blow it out to creative people's minds or whatever. That's where it's broken is that it's more likely yes. that I'll stick to not drinking for the art project I'm putting out and not for my own health. Like if I said on my <laughs> podcast, I'm going to start announcing my blood pressure every time instead of my weight, I would finally get my blood pressure in check. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't, 
I would, I would like, if I even told myself, like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll write it in a journal, I wouldn't. Like, right. the, you know, this is, yeah, it's like it has to be some kind of output or something is the only way that's going to keep my brain, like, excited about it. Right, right. All. Or if, like, you had a weekly stand-up set where the host said, hey, are you still not drinking? Like, that would be <laughs> enough to keep it, right? Like, Yeah. And, and it, it's, that's, that's really, I mean, that's really smart and grown up of you to have, like, put that connection together and be like, well, this will assist me in the year. And like, it's, it's a, a great undertaking. It's like, like you're, this is like a, you know, it's like the soft version of like super size me or what, you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> like, like, uh, it's not, you know, like it's not necessarily hard hitting, attacking corporate capitalism, but you're right. Also wait to you, like how much alcohol, is a part of everything is insane. Oh, it, it yeah, it really starts to stick out, and you're just like, oh my god, it's everywhere. All the wine mom humor, and just uh, you know, there's so many. Just yeah, it's so much. So it's really interesting when you start. You start attention. to see people be like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, let's grab a drink, and you're like, oh no, 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 you're just like, you don't need a drink right now. Like, relax, you're just thinking, and you're like, that's what you're you're like projecting your thoughts onto them, and vice versa, mm-hmm. uh, because. I found it was crazy how often drinking was just like a get like a standard like give and then when you tell people you don't want to drink especially if you're one on one with them and they do it ends up being so complex it ends oh, up being yeah. so much more of a deal than it should be and then you remember when I, well, personally, I remember when I was the other person, like what? You're not going to have a fucking drink. Dude? You're going to make me drink by myself. And then you just slowly talk the person into doing something they don't want to do with you, which <laughs> is ideal. Not, the, <laughs> really not how you want to kick off a night of drinking is convincing <laughs> someone to do something they don't want to do. It might end poorly. Yeah. It's um, I think that's also kind of a benefit of doing it with this way is that I kind of announced it. Yeah, so now people just, yeah. people just know and they're not like, and not like, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, let's, you know, at this point, let's get fucked up. But friends who've in, in, invited me to bars and been like, is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, of course, it's fine. But I know that they're not gonna, you know, they're gonna like understand that it's not, it's not going to be some all night thing. Right. Yeah. That info is already at least out there. So no one's like, oh, what? Because every time you like w- with my friend groups, not so much out here, but like the people I, I came up with and the people yeah. I grew up with, like everything is like, what? You're not drinking? Like my, I, I, f- and then it's like, we're from like a family of alcoholics and it's like funny how much of alcoholics we are as well. And then we're like laughing about it. And then the one time you're like sober around like your family and everyone's like, we're all such fucking degenerate alcoholics. You're like, <laughs> Hey, you know what? We could stop that. Like, <laughs> and it's like, we could break this cycle right now. And it's like, no one's even thought so many people have not even thought of that. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, no, no. I have searing anxiety every single day. So I drink every <laughs> single night. And it's like, dude, you are having anxiety. Something I'm learning, I learned about is like when you're hungover, anxiety creeps in way easier. I got, cr- I would be crankier even if I wasn't truly hungover. I would have like lingering anxiety about maybe what did I do last night or like why do I yeah. just feel like shit? And then I would just use that as like cranking. I would wield that as crankiness and that's just like not cool to be around. I would be like, I would like the next day I would still be a little bit drunk. So I would like feel okay. And then the day after that, my anxiety would be horrible. And I would just be like, Oh, my friend's mad at me. And then I would realize like, Oh, you got wasted two days ago. 
this like clockwork every oh, time dude you i would like be like oh man when i was talking to them they seemed like they were actually didn't want to be talking to me <laughs> and it's like what and then it's like even if that it, that's true it's because you were like probably drunk and not making total sense and you're just remembering the glimpses of your friend's face being like uh-huh and then you just remember uh-huh. that and you're like they hate me and it's like no <laughs> they haven't thought about that interaction as much as you like it's so real that shit is so fucking have you noticed anything like are you able to wake up easier like what what like what are some like minor bullshit things that you've noticed have been have been easier you know it's funny because everyone and i think i'm still so early that there's a lot of stuff that you know i won't i don't know we'll get to for a minute but people are like your sleep's gonna be amazing and like i I haven't noticed that big of a difference (laughs) so uh, um and i have been i do want to get up like you were saying i like to try and get up early and like listen to audiobooks and go on long walks but and I thought, like, that's my thing. And I've done it, like, a few times, but not as much as I was thinking, you know, right. was going to happen. So I think just a general, like, y- yeah, just a, a general sense of, like, joy is good, you know. Right. Less, <laughs> yeah, less overarching, like. <laughs> oh, like, the, 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 the word joy just feels so foreign. And then it's like, w- wait, why? <laughs> let's talk. Let's How analyze why joy sounds so weird. <laughs> that doesn't. It's not Joy's fault, fam. It's Yo Soy's fault over here. <laughs> but yeah, I think just, you know, a little bit. Yeah, generally like lighter. And even though I am like dealing with more heavy stuff, I think in my brain than I have in a while, because I'm like, just I'm just thinking about a lot of things. You know, I don't often I'm listening to books about sobriety, things like that, where I don't often like sit down and I'm like, let's dig into this, you know. Right. And because of the pod, you're like engaging with it in that in a way that's more than just like taking 365 (laughs) off drinking, fam. You know, yeah. And just being like, let's just see how it goes. Like, sure, I could do that. But I'm also just trying to like dig around in there a little bit, which is hard. But um, even though I'm like doing that, I am feeling my emotions, I think, a little bit more because it is like a numbing thing. You know, it's a numbing agency. And so. I I tend to be like kind of subdued and it's definitely I'm feeling myself have a little bit more um, of peaks or, you know, more intensity and emotions on both ends. And so that's been interesting and like it's a little scary. Yeah. You know. Oh, cause- yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes the emotions that feel clearer are negative emotions and you're yeah, like oh exactly. right uh, i see what drinking can do sometimes is <laughs> not is not let me think about that but it's also not letting me go the other way and be happy with my station in life or whatever too right like, right yeah like you're saying it like knocks the edges off there a little bit uh do you do you think like it's a and i i know you're still early but uh is it something like you're hopefully to reevaluate your relationship with it? Or is it sort of like, this could be, you know, uh, dry, you know, abstinence for life, you know? like Yeah, I, that's, I'm really like interested to see how I feel at the end of it. And um, I don't know. I mean, at this point, I, like how I feel now, I would didn't, don't think I would be just because I'm like, oh, I want to, this sounds fun. I, you know, I'm, right, it right, still right. feels like I miss it in my head to a point where I'd want to, but obviously it's like, I'm still trying to evaluate my relationship with it. I mean, my first guest I had on was Steve Hernandez, who has been sober for like four years. And he was like, yeah, you should definitely never drink again. (laughs) (laughs) And like, he was like, I wouldn't say this to just anyone. I'm your friend. I will say this to you, you know, but um, so I don't know. I'm I'm just going to see how it goes. I'm trying not, you know, I'm just I'm not putting like a lot of pressure on myself as far as like figuring out what it looks like forever and 
one of the books I'm listening to called Sober Curious, which I, I recommend, um, is I, the author does drink occasionally. And she was like, I'm not going to tell you how much because like, I'm not going to, you know, it's not about you measuring it. It's not numbers. Me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she she did take quite a bit of time off to like evaluate her relationship with it. And so I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the future is. I could see myself being more like that where it's like something on occasion, but uh, maybe I'll, I, I won't be worth it for me. I don't know. So. Yeah. Uh, that imagine. Cause like think about the people, you know, and think about yourself while you were drinking several months ago. Uh, <laughs> think about everyone, you know, who is like an avid imagine saying to them like, Oh, you got to try taking 90 days off alcohol. Like, oh yeah. No, yeah. None of my friends, like all my friends would be like, well, I could like, you know, I'll do just weekends, six each, you know, like everyone's immediately bargaining myself included. Even yes, when I was like, I'm not going to, I'm yeah. not going to drink. It's like, well, except for a Saturday. And then like, even then I'll try to, well, if I'm going to have a drink during the week, it should be just like two days a week. And like, I'm, you're constantly making calculations. And I was like, I'm just, and like, I think over the pandemic, I went like unbroken, like you know, like 80 something days without having a drink and like broke yeah. it with some red wine during a meal. And it was like, uh, no one around me could imagine taking off 30 days, 80 days. And I was like, see that, that was the thing that made me want to take time off. Mm -hmm. And I I'm coming around to this on cannabis now too, as like, I have been using it almost every day for now, you know, probably 900 days in a row. <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's, crazy that's expensive that's dumb uh you need like a you need one of those ca uh calendars behind you that's like we have not we have not gone this many days without cannabis <laughs> yeah it's like ripping down the number zero days without not smoke without not smoking without Track not that smoking quadruple negative figure it out uh, no and so like i i see myself being like i couldn't even imagine not smoking for a week and i'm like okay then you need to not smoke for a week like right. if that uh, i shouldn't let anything have that much of control over me and like this this starts to make me feel like a weird you know like uh caveman podcaster like i can't have anything running my life or whatever but well <laughs> I, I i just mean like that's how alcohol felt for a while where i was like oh man what am i gonna do if i don't drink at this party what am i gonna and i was like whoa you got to be able to go to a party and not drink like mm -hmm. what if you know like just to have that ability and then it's like oh shit i realized i hadn't gone somewhere and not drank like just sometimes you're at, you should be at a bar and go like tonight i don't feel like drinking because tomorrow is important to me and that yeah. was like something that was new to me and like totally. post i needed to take like those 80 days off to know that the d next day was you know what i mean like i needed to take that huge chunk off to be like oh the next day is easier and I can make my, <laughs> and I could like set Gabrus up. I, 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 with my therapist, I, I, I started talking about future Gabrus and it's like, Oh, I stopped giving a shit about future Gabrus and just only cared about now Gabrus. And then eventually yeah. I was like, you start thinking about future Gabrus for one, just for tomorrow. Then all of a sudden it's kind of easy to think about future Gabrus for 50 years old. Like once you're mm -hmm. thinking about tomorrow and you're like, Oh, if I don't drink tonight, tomorrow I could do the thing. And if I do the thing that I want to do tomorrow, I'll feel good tomorrow night. And it's like, oh, shit, that's you can be in a positive bender. <laughs> like it turns out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like future Gabrus does wear a top hat a lot. I just want to oh, yeah. say <laughs> future Gabrus is turning it all around. <laughs> 
Future Gamer says, <laughs> has a huge head injury that he hides <laughs> under the top hat. He's always covering. Um, <laughs> yeah, I f- there was actually like definitely days where I just for sure didn't want to drink. Like my body didn't want me to. Like I would have a drink and it would, I, I knew I didn't, but I kept fucking going. And it was just like, what are you doing? Fucking stop. And yeah, this last like three days in a row, I had opportunities where I would have drank and probably drank a lot or whatever. And so it's so weird looking at that and being like, oh, I got through all of those without drinking. But previously, I would have drank it every single thing. Right. Yeah. And like in the past, I'd be like, oh, they only have white wine, which I don't like. And I'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll take a glass. All right, I'll have five (laughs) glasses of white wine because I just want to drink at this party. I'm not enjoying the taste or the like, and I'm just drinking because I have to drink at this party right now. And that like once I was able to break that, it was just like. Because because sometimes when you're trying not to drink, you it's hard for people to go to places that trigger them. And like you start to realize you're like, well, I also can't not go to comedy shows like I have like and that's so that's when I realized the most is when I have two drinks is when it's like I'm going to a stand up show and performing and I don't have like any real friends or on the bill or anything yes, like that yes, yes. and I'm just like okay yeah. hey, I'll stand over here and have three beers until it's my <laughs> turn and kind of like hi yeah I'm 40 I'm old and I'm one of the guys doing yeah you're all 28 yeah I know hi yeah <laughs> you know and it's like that's when it's that's when you start and then you start being like well I don't want to go to a bar show because I'm going to end up drinking a bunch. It's like, no, break that. Fix that. Go to the bar show. Drink seltzer. Have a fun drink in your car, a non an NA beverage in your car. Like, save it for the walk. Like, I had to start doing shit like that. Fun beverages. I think I'm so deserving of, like, fun and that, like, water is unfun. Like, I I don't know. (laughs) Like, and that's like, you just got to break that from your head. Like, that's your body... It feels like your your mind and body are working together to be like, we know how to get alcohol in this system. Let's convince yes. him. Yeah. I think, I mean, it is. And I think once you break it, it is kind of like a miracle. Like I went to a show last night where I just brought my water with me and that's all I had. And I didn't spend money and I didn't have a- alcohol. And it like, that didn't even feel like it was ever a possibility. Um, what was I going to say too? Oh yeah. I did. I remember like a few months ago, I did a show where I just got like way too, I was nervous and I got way too drunk. And it was one of those things where I wasn't even drinking. And then the bartender asked me and I was like, yeah, I'll have like a whiskey on the rocks. And he was like, whoa, like it wasn't yeah. just like a casual, like, oh, I'll have a beer. It was like, yeah, give me hard liquor now. And it was a it was a show where you have to sing a song and do a set. And I was so nervous because like singing is so scary to me more than, oh, you know, yeah. comedy. Agreed. Yeah. And it was a Britney Spears like themed show. And I was so nervous and I just like got wasted. And it was like, no one else at the show is getting wasted. Like, why are you the one getting so drunk? You know, it's it's not necessary. And I didn't have a good set because I was too drunk and it was just like so embarrassing. And it was one of those times I was like, all right, this is not helping you. This right. is not assisting <laughs> And then you're like, how am I supposed to do comedy without drinking? And then all of a sudden you're like, well, drinking has actually affected it negatively a handful <laughs> of times. So why don't I yeah. try it without and just see if that affects it negatively less? You know what I mean? Like it's like and you're the rational. The rationalizing is ve- is a very interesting thing. It's an obvious mm-hmm. part of human nature of like we diets involve cheat meals and then like all the questions are about cheat meals whenever someone's like i've actually been eating really healthy lately it's like cool do you do a cheat meal it's like yeah it's like oh what do you do for your cheat meal it's like wait no 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 that's (laughs) asking the wrong questions like you're like the person who wrote sober curious it's like no don't ask how many i drink when i do break ask about like and we all just want to know the loophole but i mean like i'm obviously gonna like 
my wife's a, a version of this too. Is like we gotta take some time off drinking. She's like totally. But next Friday is this. The Saturday after that is this, and the Thursday <laughs> after that is this. And I, I, I'm not missing those. And it's like, okay, yeah, we can still go. We just maybe shouldn't drink. And it's like, well, what are we gonna? And I'm like, fair. But like I what? Guess, but yeah, what? I know. It's like all right, hard to argue with. Yeah, let's go. Uh, There's always something. There's always a fucking event. Like just. There's it always an excuse. Is. Like There's you can always eas- something. Yeah. Easily, you can make yourself. A, a, a shitty bolognese at home and be like, I can't have this with water. I gotta have red wine. I can't have this in LaCroix. I should be having red wine. I gotta have a fucking Pinot with this. So. I know. I have like a few friends who gave me like really nice bottles of wine for my birthday and then I got sober like the next day. So they're just like haunting me and I feel so bad and I'm like, what am I gonna do with these? I guess give them back to them or like have them over to drink them. I don't know. Have them over to, for the rap party for the podcast where you drink all four of them <laughs> to the dome. <laughs> Perfect. I just want to say this year has been great and fuck all of you. You like saber the top off all the red wine and just start smashing it. I am going to have to do that if I break it. That's actually going to have to happen. It's your boy, JG, here to talk to you about AG, Athletic Greens, something I use every morning. As a matter of fact, I'm packing for a little trip away, and I'm bringing my travel packets of Athletic Greens, because when I'm on the road, I especially like to get after my gut health and immune system using 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Ooh, it's a way to start your day right. You know me. I like those easy buy-ins for health. All it takes is just a small, uh, you know, some 16 ounces of water uh, and uh, a little bit of powder, and you get your system kicked off correctly, taking care, you know, helping out with energy, recovery, focus, anti-aging, all that good stuff that you get from a multivitamin. It's a micro habit with big benefits, as I like to say. Keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. It, it's truly a way to start the day. Uh, take it from me. I'm packing a few of them to go to Mexico. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mighty. That's A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E com slash mighty again that is athleticgreens.com slash mighty to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance stitch fix baby i hate shopping for new clothes it's time consuming and stressful so why not let stitch fix do all the work so that you can spend more time doing the things you love whether it's video games walking outside swimming laps these are all things i love to do but I do not like shopping, but luckily for me, it's easy and fun to get started with Stitch Fix. You set up a style profile, styling profile, huh? answer a few questions about what you like to wear, what you don't, and how open you are to trying new styles. 
Then Stitch Fix expert stylists will go to work finding items exclusively for you. Handpicked for you, unique to your size, style, and budget. I got a few solid Hawaiians from companies I had never heard of thanks to Stitch Fix. That's been the big win. There's no subscription required. Try once or set up automatic deliveries. There are no hidden fees. Sign up today at stitchfix.com slash mighty to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash mighty to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. Uh, are can I ask a personal question? Are you dating someone right now? Yeah, I have a boyfriend. Yeah, how's that? How's that dynamic? The not drinking, playing in the relationship. It's good. I mean, we've been together for three years. We live together, so he, and he's just not like a drinker. He smokes, but he's not a drinker, so that helps a lot. Because I think yeah. if he was, it'd be a lot harder, you know, for me. And and art and, and like that's where you start to get that like weird two way street shit too. Of like you're like this is hard on me watching, and then they're also like you're not drinking tonight. Like you know, like come on. Yeah, and exactly. it's like your old triggers pull you back. Because I've also heard from uh, the aforementioned sober friends that the sober single friends are like dating is very difficult. Oh, I can't imagine. I feel like that's why like I feel like I was in the right place to do this because I feel like if I had been single. Yeah, there's a lot of places I could be, but I feel like I'm in a very supported like situation right now. And if I was single, I'm I'm sure I could do it, but it would be very, very different. Than yeah, what apparently it's re- it's really hard on like both parties because you're like, yeah, I don't drink. And then like the w- w- like from my straight um, from my heterosexual male sober friends, I hear a lot of like, yeah, no, I don't drink. And the woman's like, OK, are you OK with me? Have- yeah, it's like, yeah, go ahead. But it's like. Now they're self-conscious about drinking. And then they, yeah, he, I, I heard from a buddy. He's like, I find that I after a couple of dates, a handful of women will just not want to go out on another date where they feel weird drinking. And he's mm-hmm. like, I try to always say like, but also being sober and encouraging a girl to drink is like, yeah, not, it's, it's it's not ideal either. Yeah. It's like there's like and it's there's like no winning. And then it's like, fuck. And then. There are people who are like weirdly sober, you know what I mean? Like, and like not to quantify or like level out different, but there are some people who are like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Evangelically sober. Right. And like, right. you know, it's like if you're looking for a sober partner or a sober date, it's like you're not necessarily looking for someone who has that attitude or has like, you know, like. Yeah, who's like a better than thou type of. I've had to, yeah, I think people thought I was going to be like very preachy or something. And I'm like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. And yeah, you don't <laughs> no. want anyone like that in your face about it. Um, but no, he's like, booze does not agree with him. So luckily that's never been a thing. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that was that was hard for me, too, is like I had to eventually be OK with being like sober with my wife who was drunk, like frequently, yeah. you know what I mean? Or drinking, not drunk, I should say. But it's like that, you know, that gets to be like a weird like, uh, all right, yeah, I'll drive us to and from <laughs> the party again. <laughs> like, that's fine. <laughs> and it's all of a sudden it's like, am I your like sh- chauffeur? <laughs> like, you're just like <laughs> drunk and tired. When she we, sits you know? in the back usually, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. because <laughs> she she's lying down, barfing. <laughs> hey, no puking in my Uber. Uh, no. <laughs> well, my boyfriend, it's like the opposite because he barely drinks. So he'll drink like he won't finish a drink and like, you know, the alcoholic in me is like, what the fuck? Like, Wounded soldier. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, are you, are you serious, man? Like, come on. So it's funny. Alcohol, like drinkers will call a half empty beer a wounded soldier because it's like yeah. alcohol is a war that we want to win. <laughs> like, we got to bring all our boys home in my liver. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's so unnecessarily intense and like heightened for that reason. <laughs> I know. Uh, were, was there any trepidations going into it? Were you at all concerned? Like, fuck, like, am I still going to be funny? Am I going to be able to? Because I feel I find that's a lot of stuff I concern. I, I, I And again, it might just be your brain uh, defending addiction where it's like, dude, if you stop smoking weed, you're not going to be able to do comedy. Oh, if you stop mm-hmm. drinking, you're not going to be able to. If you get in shape, you're not. No one's going to think you're funny. And it's like, these are all lies. I think I tell myself so I could keep status quo popping off. And of it's like, <laughs> I think I'm. I think it would be better for comedy. Arguably, who cares about comedy anymore? Maybe I should live longer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... Of course, there's all those fears. I think, like, the thing I was most... I mean, not most scared. I was scared of a lot of shit. But, uh, you know, me and my friend group, like, we're all comics. And, like, we go to... We go on group trips together. And so... And we'll get fucked up. We'll, you know, you fuck... Drink, you do shrooms, you do molly, whatever. And... That's the shit I'm scared of. I'm like, oh, like, are are these friend trips going to be, like, shitty? Because it's le- it's not a party where you just go home. It's, like, a whole weekend together. Right, right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And not and my friends are all being supportive. They're not going to, you know, guilt trip me or something. But it's more just like, oh, that's going to be a little bit different. But that's all. I, I feel like I'll be okay through that. Friends, f- friends kind of talking their sober person into doing mushrooms is, like, a truly good pun there on uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guilt trip. Hey. <laughs> yeah, guilt trip this weekend, huh? Yeah, I let my friends convince me to do mushrooms with them. Oh, classic guilt trip. I mean, and I haven't decided if I'm like sober from everything yet. I'm just I'm just taking everything off for now. Yeah. Over the year, I probably will end up doing shrooms or something else. I, you know, because I everyone's like microdosing instead of all that shit now anyway. So I think I'll do something, but. I don't know. Well, I, I was that's what I was going to go to next, because like p- the joke is the term California sober, Cali sober is what people say. And it means you don't drink alcohol. You just have like I, I, what I think else, it means basically. is that you have like weed and mushrooms with frequency and you do yeah. coke at parties. Like, yeah. I feel like basically that's Cali sober. <laughs> yeah. Like I, that, <laughs> the few people I know who are living that, and, and I'm kind of in that camp with like instead of coke randomly at parties, I'll drink. Uh, but not a lot anymore. But that that's intriguing because California allows that in a way. Los Angeles allows it. Like you can go to a bar and not drink and get like a very cute mocktail. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you can get like a fun mocktail that because that's that's what I start to learn too. Uh, and maybe this will happen for you. And and if it does, reach out because I got tons of advice in this department. I start missing like not even just the alcohol, but like the yeah. behavior around drinking. I realize, mm-hmm. and so. A couple of things that saved me uh, or helped me, saved me like I needed it, uh, but was like uh, cannabis mocktails, like fancy, uh, like making myself something. It's like now I'm sitting down and having some CBD and some THC, but it's also in Arnold Palmer's because I started to miss like, ah, it's 430 in the pandemic. It was 430, like crack (laughs) time to transition to evening, you know, and that's like, oh, I got to figure out a way to do that. And then, like, going to the beach, you miss cracking beers, or going camping, you miss yeah. cracking beers. The fucking liquid death canned water, cracking oh. open a tall boy, like, out of a cooler. You could pull it out of a cooler. It could, it could do almost everything that beer can do, except not give you diarrhea. And it's like, <laughs> holy shit. 
Like and and like you have a few of those camping, and then the next morning when everyone's shitting their brains out, you're doing slightly better. And I've I found like those two things for me. I'm like, oh, sometimes I just want the vibes of partying. It doesn't. Oh even yeah, have I think to, it's yeah. so much of it. Except for you can't really like, or it, I think it's the camaraderie thing is the thing I'm most scared about missing. And it's obviously I'm not being like, let's all do mocktail shots. Everybody. <laughs> like that's not happening. I mean, I brought ginger turmeric for everybody. Yeah. Let's go. We're doing so I, 21 yeah. of these tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the part that like I I think I will miss the most is just the yeah, and the heightening, the natural heightening that comes with booze and whatever where it's just like shit's going to get crazy tonight and not like even do that much anymore naturally because of the pandemic and I'm older. But right. just like taking out that that like variable I'm like the wild it. card that is yeah alcohol. the wild card yeah. aspect yeah. yeah and then it's one of the wild cards that can make your hand in poker very keep this poker analogy going can make your hand <laughs> or or evening very good but it's also a yes. wild card randomly alcohol is a wild card that could also be like wow actually I lost all my money with this wild <laughs> uh, it's not a good joker it's a jogato <laughs> no I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Sorry, I'm I'm in the True TV family these days, so they're on the mind. The Jokers are on the mind. Yeah, it's uh, but I, of course, yeah, I'm scared of a bunch of shit. Camaraderie is the one of like, yes. uh, uh, hey, let's come over and s- split a bottle of wine. It's like, yeah, I- I'll bring sparkling water for everybody. You know what I mean? Like you don't <laughs> right, like, right? You, that's like the thing you miss like Mm -hmm. and and i think part of my relationship with alcohol is i hate to say no to unique opportunities so i think like i keep that window open like i i I can never go fully cold turkey anything because i always want to like but i think what i'm going to stop doing is stop chasing turning thinking everything is a potential amazing experience yeah that's what kind of has to change is i think also as you're older now you're like you have experienced so much that there's less things that will be new anyway right it's also like like, i already went to a random after hours here in silver lake and i hated it like i've been to i've been to eric andre's birthday before like i'm (laughs) I'm straight i I can stay sober for a couple days Yeah, I mean, I did tell myself, like, is there any exceptions? Because, like, so I had a whole other thing. My One of my podcasts started the whole Free Britney thing. And she she posted, like, a few weeks ago or something about how she was having a cocktail for the first time, maybe ever or in a long time. And I was like, all right, if I get to, like, that has to be an exception, right? If for some reason I get to drink a cocktail with Britney Spears, I'm drinking cocktail with Britney Spears. I will break my sobriety for that. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes. Oh, and this is fun because what you're doing is giving yourself hypotheticals to break that are like uh, often people pitch way lower bars, right? Like you're like you're you're hoping pop sensation. I'm setting a very high bar. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Some people are like, well, you know, if I have a meeting with UTA, I'm partying after. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Like, you just lower the bar enough that you're like, oh, you're just looking for excuses to break. It's like, dude, it's my cousin's christening. What am I going to not have Heineken's? Uh, for, you know, it's like, what? You don't even like Heineken's. It's like, oh, maybe yeah, if I, I gave myself, maybe I would get, I should give myself actually some like career goals. So I will break it while I'd be like, if I get staffed, I'm going to get wasted. And it's right. like, all right, well, you better. If you finally finish the screenplay and <laughs> and two people who aren't your friends say it's good, you yeah. can get blasted. <laughs> there right, there you go. Things. Rationalizing. It's like we're, we're joking, but that's my brain does that constantly. And, and, and 
I'm bartering with myself all the time. It's like, oh, well, you could skip the gym today. Just like, don't eat gross then. And it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, like <laughs> you can skip the gym. You can eat, you can do whatever you want. Just you're avoiding doing. And like now I'm like lying to my, you know, I'm like, oh, it's actually yeah. pretty healthy that I only, you know, like, and you find yourself like, and that's the stuff that started getting. I thought I was doing more of when I was uh, drinking was like a lot of like excusing behaviors in myself, like making up justifications. No one was saying to me like, "Hey, what you did was fucked up," but right. I would be yeah. like, "You didn't do shit for like three days except gas, alcohol from four to midnight," and it's like <laughs> you're sitting around bitching about how you have no time to do anything. You know, like I don't. I'm like I wasn't even doing things I. I wasn't even blowing off work for fun stuff. I was just like not blowing off work or doing anything fun and just like living in this sort of like hungover haze of like, shit, I should have done. I got to do. Oh, man, I can't like. And and I'm like, (laughs) make a fucking choice in your life, dog. What do you want to do? If you want to play video games, just play video games. Just relieve yourself of that stress. And I was just like constantly like, no, you don't deserve that because you were out partying last night. And it's like, oh man, what the fuck? Who am I to choose what I deserve? Like it, it, it. It it gets crazy. And then you talk to someone who like doesn't have this grapple with drinking and they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, I had a few drinks at my uh, nephew's birthday, but oof, I was feeling, you know, and they're just like <laughs> and they're just like, but I'm back, you know, uh, tr- triathlon <laughs> training. And and you're like, yeah, see, I feel like I, I don't want to be fully there, but there's like an in between where like it's. Yeah, the, I'm looking for that in between. I'm looking for. Like not doing a podcast about not drinking or not asking you, you know what I mean? Like I want to be at the right, level where right. it's like not drinking is something I need to constantly talk about and analyze. It's like, it should just be something that's like, it should just be the norm and drinking should be the break from the norm. But instead yes. it feels like, especially in the communities we run in of comedians, uh, grownups without uh, responsibilities, whatever, like <laughs> however you want to phrase it. Uh, you, you like there is, like there isn't a reason that I can't be hungover tomorrow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I have on the docket, I have like uh lane lane time booked at the pool and like two podcasts and I have to watch a movie for work. Like <laughs> I could be hungover and manage all that. It's like, so it's not like adulthood that's stopping me from like, you know, sometimes people are like, well, dude, I got to get up at seven and fucking punch numbers all day. You're like, I get it. You got to yeah, stop drinking. Yeah. But no, nothing in my life. There's no baby crying in the like. There's nothing in my life. No, that's been our like, lifestyle like encourages being <laughs> yes! fuck ups. Yeah, yes! it's it's encouraging like, us to like live unhealthy lifestyles. Right. And every event you go to is like, oh yeah, it's sponsored by this free booze, or it's like, oh you're doing our show, thanks, no money, but here's three free drink tickets. You're like, well, I'm not gonna have kombucha with this month. You know what I mean? Like that's a waste. <laughs> Like there's so much and like you go to open bar and you're like the the poor I'm no longer poor, but right. an open but, oh, bar. Oh, it doesn't matter. The free for all yeah, the, mentality. Anything free activates me where it's like, well, what am I not gonna drink? It's yeah. free. I have, <laughs> I have to like take home three hundred dollars worth of alcohol in my body. And it's like we why? all do that. We all why <laughs> yeah. do we all do that? Yeah, my like my friend got married in Mexico a few months ago, and I got real I got food poisoning at it. So I think and I, it was really sucked because all my friends had like this. We were in you know we had the resort to ourselves, and like Ugh. everyone had this epic party weekend together. And I was like shitting and puking my brains out like in my cabin. And it was it sucked. And so we had another friend get married like a little over a month ago, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna fucking make up for it. And so you know I try I like went. So so hard on the booze and then I like 
drank and ate too much too fast and had to go to bed at like 8 p.m. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's just like you can't do that. You can't like fast forward shit like this. It right. just does uh, not work. Babs, you're touching on something here too, big time. <laughs> that is sort of like I do not need to allow myself to go ham. You know what I mean? Like, right, like, right. I, I, like I'll go into the situation like you're talking about. Be like, all right. Tonight we're it's getting it's like never call that shot anymore. I'm no, forty. No. I, I I have a complicated relationship with alcohol. I have to stop seeing like all right. Tonight's the night we. <laughs> uh, and now it's like tonight. I'm like I tell my wife the dialogue have, has completely changed. Where I leave the house and I go tonight, I might have a few beers. And right. like that's like the new thing where I'm like. I, I'm going out with an old rugby buddy. It's been a minute. I might have a few beers. But previously, it used to be like, given that I'm having alcohol, given that I'm going to come home half in the bag, but sometimes I'll leave and be like, I'm hanging out with my rugby buddies tonight. It's going to be a fucking nightmare for everyone. No, it's like, and I'm like, and I'm like, I, I'm like, proud. Like, I'm, I'm going to come home and I'm going to be snoring, unable to sleep, sick as a dog. I'm going to eat a fifth meal at two in the morning that I hate myself for and I can't fucking wait and I'm making all these active choices now and you're like what the fuck man I, what is wrong I'm, I'm a grown up like now I, now I feel more responsible I'm like who if they have free food at this spot I'm going off you know what I mean like <laughs> well I think too like and obviously yeah I've had many great nights where I intended to do that but also, I think you can't plan those like really fun nights either. Like they just kind of happen and it's not going to be you going in saying like, this is the night, you know, and it's it not the amount of alcohol or drugs you consume that exactly. Make the night. Yeah, there yeah. are. There is a, obviously always a magic number of I was right in the pocket of how fucked up <laughs> I was. But there is like there's no way that's like this night would have been better if we got even more fucked up. Right. Like, like, yeah. it, with hindsight, you learn in life that it's not like, oh, that was a fine night. What it was missing was three more cocktails each, and then it would have been a great night. It's like, that is not the case. It's either happening or not. It's binary. And I'm also, yeah, I'm like, I have the app that tells you how much money you save, which is really hard to, I was trying to add up how much I was spending because I was like, how I can't really remember, you know, be between Ubers and all that shit. But obviously, I'm going to save a lot of money because drinking in LA is expensive as fuck if you want to get like a nice cocktail or something. So yes. I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. And the well, and knocking the two Ubers off the evening too. Like that's I, a, I, a shitload. And they used to be cheap. Like they used to yeah. be underwritten in whatever way that made them illegal and fucked up. Now they are no <laughs> longer cheap. And so it's like, if I don't Uber, if I drive, even if I drive and have one drink, which uh, is a new thing for me, that's, I still save $50 on the mm -hmm. Uber round trip and God knows how much on the actual bar tip. And it's like, oh, that shit adds up. And again, I don't, I have the money now and it's like, but now I want it for other things. I want events. Maybe I'll drink at these events, but I want to go to Barcelona, not yes. just blow yeah. my money at a bar named Barcelona in <laughs> Los Feliz or whatever. Yeah. Great bar name. <laughs> just, you guys want to, dude, there was a gay bar in New York City uh, when I was a PA that some of the gay dudes would go to and it was called Therapy and for Nine months, I could not understand <laughs> why the dudes I was we're working going with, to they were like, I met him at therapy. And it's like, and we've been fucking all week long. It's amazing. I can't, and I was like, is it your, th eventually I said, wait, is it your therapist or like a waiting room guy? And they were like, what? And I was like, oh, wait a minute. What is therapy? And they're like, it's a bar on 50 something street. I was like, 
Oh my god! A really <laughs> modern, like who's on first? <laughs> yes, what a dorky! <laughs> I felt like such the dorkiest straight dude. I was like, oh, Admiral Akbar? No, dude, it's just a gay bar in Silver Lake. You fucking numb nut! Like, <laughs> we're going That's to Barcelona perfect. this weekend. It's like, damn, my friends are always tagging Barcelona on Instagram. Man, these they must be so rich. And it's just like a sh- a shitty dive in Atwater. <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> I want to go. See, now I want to go there. Yeah, now it sounds dope, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to New York um, for the first time since the pandemic and stuff and next in October. And yeah, I'm just like, how the fuck am I going to go to New York and not drink? It's going to be so weird. It, oh, Dude, that's that spot's a trigger for me. Too. That's going to uh, be tough. Yeah, because I just I live there from 22 to 32. So I'm just oh, like, yeah. And that's in like peak partying years, too. Mm-hmm. Of, and like I'm I was a newbie at ucb meeting all those people and partying with them so like everything is triggered by new york i'm like dude i i threw up outside that bar i threw up outside that bar this is the place where the bouncer hit my head against the window this is the spot where i was thrown out of the cab and then you're like oh man new york was so fun and you're like wait all my memories are really bleak when added up like it's like a james joyce novel as i keep saying it it's like what the fuck yeah that's gonna be fucking weird like i think it's I think it'll be super helpful that my boyfriend doesn't drink. Cause when I was telling him, I was like, how am I supposed to go to New York and like not drink? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you know, like 4am bars. And he was just like, you think we're, I'm going to be out at, with like, you that at late? 3.30? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? And I was just like, okay. Yeah. 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 That's how I felt like Tiffany was like one day, we, my, my wife, Tiffany, we were at a bar and it was closing at like one 30. And she's like, this is fucking bullshit. I miss New York. And I was like, babe, this is the first time in like eight years we're closing out a bar in LA. Like, relax. Like, yeah, like we, we're at, like in bed watching TV by like we 10 don't have, PM. we're never out this late. Yeah, we, this is why. And yes, I love the idea of the option to be out that right. Late, but like, what are we really bitching about here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Babs, thank you so much for coming on the pod and uh, talking to me. This was uh, ex- uh, this is great, and maybe I partially need it for like reassurance that it's like other comedians are making this this choice as well right but also partially i i think it's like a grown it's a grown-up thing too a little bit and we're trying to be different than the previous generation and like (laughs) for a lot of reasons and it's like maybe this will be one of the ways is like this poison that like we're actively poisoning (laughs) ourselves over and over once you like look at it as as like consensual poisoning of yourself you're like well i'm gonna get poisoned and have my brain affected by it and i'm gonna enjoy the poison and once you start (laughs) like you start thinking about it like that you're like should i get poisoned tonight with my friends and it's like no i should take the night off poisoning (laughs) (laughs) well i think like you said like breaking the cycle i think we are the first generation to like actively try to do that you know so it is about that sort of without like court mandated or like marriage mandated quitting of alcohol (laughs) yeah we're just like oh like we we see i think like we're the first generation that's really been allowed to like look at its shit and figure it out and like you know do that actively so hopefully yeah who knows it'll could help somebody else yeah well tell tell my listeners where they can hear more about your journey and uh, whatever else you mentioned the uh free britney uh pod whatever else you got going on yeah let, them, let um, these shitheads know <laughs> so yeah babstance is the one i'm doing about sobriety it comes out every monday and I, you know yeah i only have like four episodes up right now but i'm pr- i'm proud of it it's uh going well uh and it'll then... be in the that'll be tagged in the show notes in your name so just uh, oh great 
click on take their phone out of your pocket right now if you're still listening for some reason and click on Babstinence and uh, just subscribe. Listen as well, but at least subscribe. Yeah, go subscribe. <laughs> check it out. And yeah. um, I've got a weekly comedy podcast called Lady to Lady. That's me and a few other uh, funny ladies. And then, yeah, Free Britney. You can check out Toxic, the Britney Spears story. It's like a 10-part investigative podcast I did on everything involving her conservatorship. So Hell yeah. There you go. First person I saw talking about it online, and then eventually <laughs> everyone was. So good work, Babs. Good work. Thank uh, you. I'm at Gabrus on all social media. If my show is still airing, it's Thursday nights at 11. If it's not anymore, figure out how to watch it. I don't know what True TV is doing with it. The world's a mess. Uh, discover, uh, mergers rule. Um, uh, check out my other podcast, Action Boys. And bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. You're calm. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. (laughs) Now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now. <laughs>